This is FBG Jen. And FBG Kristen. And I'm FBG Margot, host and producer. You're listening to the podcast that will help you keep a lid on the junk in the trunk and inspire you to live a happy and confident life. Each episode, we chat with motivational experts and celebs and share our own candid adventures in being healthy. If you're looking for a podcast that's equal parts hilarious and enlightening, well then welcome to the Fit Bottom Girls podcast. Inspire yourself, inspire others, and smell great naturally with Inspire Bath deodorant sprays and lotions. We use them, we love them, and we think you will too. So just go to inspirebath.com. Welcome back to the Fit Bottom Girls podcast. This is FBG Margo, and on the line today, we have FBG Jen. Hey. And we have FBG Kristen. Hola. Hola. Uh, we have a wonderful guest today. I just loved having her on the show. It's nutritionist Ellie Krieger, and Jen and I were lucky enough to talk to her all about probiotics and other amazing topics. And so, Jen, what did you think of this interview? I love it. I love her. I've been such a fan of hers for like forever, like since the beginning of FBG, we got the chance to interview her. Like I've talked to her a couple times through different stuff because she's written a ton of great cookbooks. She's so much like us when it comes to like not dieting and everything in moderation and just being really balanced and, you know, having like a kind of like a delicious, not overly restricted life, um, lifestyle that I have just, yeah, I love her. She's super warm. She's super normal too. She talks about uh, probiotics. Is it prebiotics and probiotics? We really went into yeah. the difference between them. So if you're ever interested in that topic, because they're, they're, they seem to be everywhere nowadays and gut health and all that stuff. So she's she's very informative. And I just wanted to ask you guys, like I taking my probiotics, did you guys ever try it? And I don't know how to pronounce the brand. Is it a hard G or soft G, but it's Forager or Forager Project? Um, oh. They have a dairy-free organic cashew gurt yogurt. And it, it's a drinkable yogurt and they have it in strawberry and blueberry and they sell it the whole foods in my neighborhood. And I will shove a pregnant woman out of my way to get to it. It is so <laughs> tasty. <laughs> I now always have this in my fridge. So like, that's like my, my way of trying to get a little extra probiotics in my life. And Jen, did you have something you were into? Yeah, that sounds delicious. I'll have to try that. It's I mean, delicious. not when you're in the store, but no. you know, you just like <laughs> throwing elbows at whole foods. So recently, because normally I'm a big like kombucha, I'll do kombucha or I actually will invest in, because they're expensive, the refrigerated supplements that are um, probiotics, like I'll get those. But recently I found frozen kefir and frozen kefir is like 99% lactose free. So if you're, um, you got some dairy issues, it's usually pretty like okay on, on your stomach. Um, in your digestive system, but it's, it's really tasty. And it's kind of got that kind of like a pink berry, like that tangy kind of tangy, but still sweet. And if you pair it with some like fresh berries, it is just delicious. And it's full of probiotics. I'm like, okay, so I'm eating ice cream, but it's really good for me. This is great. I should do this daily. <laughs> that sounds amazing. That's especially awesome. the summer, you know, the, the hot yeah. weather. Yeah. Would it be good in a smoothie, Jen? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, especially, huh. it does have kind of like the tang to it, like the, yeah. But yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that, too. It might be really good, I'm now I'm thinking about it, like peaches. You could do like a peaches and cream yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with some blueberries and some um, ginger and some cinnamon, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That sounds good. 
Kristen, Kristen, do you have other places you get your probiotics or do you stick just to the regular stuff? Um, yeah, so I have, I have a few things that I, I tend to do, but, um, one that I have used forever in different forms is I'm going to sound like a, an advertisement, but Culturel has just been like, I mean, I, have I talked about it on here before? I know that Jen and I did a campaign with them, like a couple of years ago. So I can't remember if I talked about it here, but like, yeah, I mean, maybe back in my, in my early twenties, I was having some, um, some gut issues and I didn't really know what I needed to do about it. And I ended up, um, going to a doctor and she recommended that. And I mean, it was that plus fiber that really helped. And so, yeah, now I'm, I'm pretty good about trying to get some cultural in, um, either in the, the pills or I've got, I think the, the campaign that we did introduced me to their like pro well plus immune health, um, little packets. It's like, like a powder that you pour into water or into your smoothie or whatever. And it's pretty delicious. It's quick to drink and it's got loads of probiotics and good stuff. And that's just like a really easy, easy, tasty thing for me to do in the morning. Um, and also I don't really like taking pills if I don't have to. So, so I really like that. And then, um, I know that Jen also really loves the athletic greens that we, um, that we got. And that has, that has some probiotic goodness in there as well. And maybe prebiotics. I might have prebiotics too. Is it just prebiotics? I think I might, might be both. It's possible, but like Vega has probiotics and prebiotics too. Yeah. And I like their protein powders too. And then I was also thinking about, do you remember when we did well, the harmless harvest, that mm-hmm. coconut probiotic? Drink? Oh, that of was course. so good. That was so, that was, that oh was my God, that was amazing. Yeah. So I'm like, there's that. And if you can do the raw and fermented like sauerkraut, I don't make it, I buy it. But like I get the TJ's one that has pickles in it too. So it's like pickles and sauerkraut. Oh, mm. So good. So oh, good. <laughs> I, I'm so happy that you love it. <laughs> God, that sounds like a disaster. Eat it with my sardines. Oh. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so funny. Oh. No, I don't eat it with sardines for the record, but oh, but okay. now I'm like, well, maybe I should. That sounds no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Kidding. So we asked uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. We, we talked to Ellie about just what she always keeps in her pantry and what she keeps in her fridge. And we actually asked her, what's the diet trend or nutrition trend she'd like to see go away? And I love her answer. So you guys should just definitely check out this episode. And please be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you leave a five-star review in Apple Podcasts, we will read that on the air. And if you want to shoot us an email with comments or suggestions, anything like that, it's podcast at fitbottomgirls.com. So let's get ready and talk to nutritionist Ellie Krieger. Remember, this show is sponsored by our fave all-natural deodorant line, Inspire Bath. In fact, for every bottle you purchase, they donate one to help build and empower women and girls at shelters and interim homes. Get yours and help give back at inspirebath.com. Host and executive producer of the public television cooking series, Ellie's Real Good Food, as well as the host of Food Network's hit show, Healthy Appetite. Ellie Krieger is the leading go-to nutritionist in the media today, helping people find the sweet spot where delicious and healthy meet. She is a New York Times bestselling James Beer Foundation and IACP award-winning author of five cookbooks, the most recent one being 
you have it made, delicious, healthy, do-ahead meals. She is a weekly columnist for the Washington Post, and she has been a columnist for Fine Cooking, Food Network Magazine, and USA Today. A registered dietitian who earned her Bachelor's of Science in Clinical Nutrition from Cornell and her Master's in Nutrition Education from Teachers College, Columbia University. Ellie was part of First Lady Michelle Obama's Let's Move campaign from the beginning when Mrs. Obama's team invited her to head up a nutrition education initiative at the Healthy Kids Fair on the White House lawn. She is here today to talk about probiotics and prebiotics, as well as other nutrition topics. Welcome to the show, Ellie. Thank you. I'm thrilled to be here. Great to talk with you guys. We are so excited to have you on the show. This is FBG Margo, and on the line today with me is FBG Jen. Hello. So, Ellie, I'm going to start you with the first question. It's all about probiotics. Can you tell our audience why they are healthy and the difference between pre and probiotics? Yeah, and I think it's a really, I think most people now are kind of familiar with probiotics. And probiotics are the good bacteria that uh, are come from fermented foods and they essentially wind up populating your gut. And one of the great things, I mean, it's really remarkable. I think this is the most exciting thing to happen in nutrition uh, in as long as I can remember as the discovery of what these good bacteria, these probiotics do. And because it's really profound, it's more than just gut health. They live in your gut, they thrive in your gut, and they help your intestinal health. They help you know everything move regularly and so on. But they also help you absorb nutrients um, so they can improve your overall nutrition profile. They help your body, um, your immune system. So they affect really all areas of your body uh, not just your gut. So the gut is essentially, you know, the, the core of your health in that regard. And probiotics are critical to that. So having a healthy balance of good bacteria in your gut is important. Now, what probiotics eat, because they're live bacteria, they're good bacteria, they eat prebiotics. So prebiotics are essentially the food for the good bacteria. So when you eat these wonderful probiotics, you want them to stay in your gut. You want them to thrive and grow there and be happy. I kind of think of them as like having house guests, right? Mm. You, want, you want people to stick around. Maybe they're, I don't know if this actually exists in the human world where there's good house guests <laughs> like this, but you want them to, you know, they maybe are doing all sorts of wonderful chores and really helping out and you want them to stay so you feed them well. Probiotics eat prebiotic fiber. Um, and so it's a really exciting because actually I'm working with Renew Life Probiotics, which is a wonderful line of probiotics, which has recognized this and is actually has a new line that incorporates prebiotics into the supplement. So it's an organic line with probiotics and prebiotics, the uh, Renew Life Ultimate Flora. Cool. So... Then what do you recommend in terms of how people can get more probiotics and prebiotics, um, both on the supplement level and then on the whole food level? And I would love also if you could, this is like kind of a long question, I'm sorry. If you can also kind of talk about a little bit about how many, because I see on packages, you know, like a million, two billion, multiple strains. Like, can you kind of break some of that down to that house guest analogy analogy was like so great? <laughs> yeah, well, I um, thanks. Yeah, sure. So first of all, in terms of the amount to get, 
Um, I think it, there's definitely a, a range that is a good amount, okay? And you can get probiotics and prebiotics through food, which I recommend. And I'm always like food first, right? But also I recommend in conjunction with eating probiotic and prebiotic rich foods, which I can tell you what those are in a minute, um, I recommend taking a supplement in addition because so probiotic food, let's, let, let me just back up a, a minute and talk about what foods have prebiotics and probiotics. So probiotic food is food that is fermented, okay? So it's yogurt, which uh, has active cultures in it, and those active cultures are probiotics. Um, and yogurt and is a fermented dairy product. So so is kefir, which is one of my kind of favorite discoveries as of the past couple of years. I've just loved kefir, which is a also a it's like a drinkable yogurt kind of, um, and that has is very rich in probiotics. Miso, tempeh, kombucha, um, sauerkraut, pickles, pickled vegetables, uh, kimchi. Um, and particularly the kind that you would find in the refrigerator section of the store or the kind that you're doing, you're making yourself through lacto-fermentation, which basically means you're taking advantage of the natural bacteria that's, use, that's on the plant itself. Um, but when you're buying it, which I think most people would probably be reaching for something uh, in the grocery store rather than making their own, look for the kind that's on the refrigerator shelf that actually says contains active cultures. Um, if it's on the shelf in a jar, the heating process actually kills the probiotics. So you won't be getting them there. They, are, they may have been used to form the food, but then they would be essentially denatured by the time they made it to the shelf. So getting those foods every day, I, in some form or another, I absolutely recommend. The thing about that is that it's pretty hard to you know, make sure you're getting the right amount for your optimal health on a daily basis, which is why I recommend the Renew Life Ultimate Flora on a daily basis. And in terms of the amount to get there, you know, we have trillions of bacteria living in our gut. So you think about trillions, it's like, wow, that's kind of mind-blowing amount. So in context, when you hear that a supplement has 20 billion cultures that sounds like a huge amount, but when you put it in context of what's actually in our guts, you know, that then it doesn't sound quite as much. And so I recommend 15 billion or more. And so it depends on your needs. And actually, there's a really cool decision tree on the, the Renew Life website, which kind of helps you decide what is the best amount for you. So in terms of just like a daily maintenance kind of thing, I think like 15 to 20 billion is a good goal. Um, if you're trying to deal with a particular issue, you might want to go higher. I mean, because something up to 90 billion um, is, is in the, the Renew Life line. But their organic line, which also contains the prebiotics, has 20 billion cultures, essentially. Wow. So, and there are tons of different strains. Yes. And that, that's the interesting part, too. And really, there's so much science coming out on this. There's new studies every day, it seems. And, and the the Renew Life product is really based on science. And, and essentially, each of these probiotics, each strain does a different thing, really, has a different like specialty. So some strains are particularly good for helping with constipation, for example. Some strains are particularly good for um, vaginal health, 
for example, which is really interesting. And so these we're learning about the individual roles of these different bacteria and have potentially how they work together. And frankly, you know, we do have a lot to learn in terms of the science, but it's clear that it's an important part of health. So we've been hearing quite a bit about foods that can cause inflammation um, including nightshades, if you're interested in the diet that Tom Brady and Giselle follow, and I'm kind of obsessed with them. Uh, so what do you think about the nightshades and then foods that cause inflammation? What do you think about that, that whole concept? Oh, boy. Um, well, and I'll, I'll answer your, that question, but I also want to go back and talk about prebiotics specifically because there's lots of foods that have prebiotics also. So I wanted to t touch on that. Okay. Um, and many of those foods are nightshades. <laughs> so I'll just go there right now. I really have not seen any viable evidence of this nightshade, of nightshades causing inflammation. And I think it's a shame because when people avoid foods that are essentially easily accessible, delicious, and have lots of nutrients and have been eaten for generations by people, I think that it's a mistake. There's really no good science based on this to, to support this concept. And if there is some, I would love to see it, but I have, I have yet to come across it. Um, and so I think it's based on conjecture, possibly a theory that may be working for Tom Brady, but I think to say that for the general public is a huge mistake. So... Do you what, can you that? also talk? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, okay. So let's also, let's break down really quickly. What are nightshade vegetables for people um, that are listening that, that have no context for this? It's like tomatoes. What are some other ones? Eggplant, tomatoes. Eggplant. Yeah. It's a lot of delicious stuff. Yeah. It's a lot of <laughs> Italian tomatoes. Food. Exactly. Why would you stay away from tomatoes? It just seems silly to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just yeah. don't get it. I don't yeah. get it. And um, I have my master's in nutrition, and I don't get it, why this is a thing. So I think this is a good segue, um, and maybe we can know the answer to this a little bit based on that, that answer. But what do you think is kind of the biggest, like if there was one health food fad that you could just, you know, like wipe off the face of the planet, <laughs> what, what would it be? Mm. Oh, there are so many. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I would say the... I mean, I think a juice, juice, juice cleansing. <laughs> I really, I just, I find it, I think it can be, gosh, you know, I think sometimes, I hate to say that never do something. I, I think never is not in my food vocabulary, right? So maybe there's a spiritual journey that you're going to take where, or it's a religious thing or something where you're fasting, juice fasting and and that may have a good place, a healthy place in your life. But most people are doing this to drop pounds quickly. And it's a huge mistake. It, um, I believe that it drive your metabolism down ultimately, make you lose muscle mass, really just winds up being, I mean, chewing is really lovely. <laughs> chewing and chewing has a lot of benefits actually for your satiety, for your gut health. And actually this segues me very nicely when I talk about and one thing about juice is that it has no fiber. It's essentially fruits and vegetables with the fiber removed, right? And fiber is really important. Fiber is prebiotic. So I'm looping back in with, uh, with that because fiber essentially is what these good bacteria in your intestine like to eat, right? They're what our house guests love to eat. And so making sure you have a fiber-rich diet, um, and there are certain fibers that probiotics particularly like. 
that really like they'll come back for, you know, and stick around for. Um, and foods that contain those are asparagus, bananas, leeks, garlic, onions, kind of all that whole family, uh, scallions, whole wheat products, fiber rich products like barley, you know, gra whole grains like that. Jerusalem artichokes, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, I mean, lentils, beans, these are all incredibly healthy foods in their own right. And they also have a lot of prebiotic fiber to make the probiotics happy. And, and the uh, Renew Life product has an excellent prebiotic fiber also that has a lot of evidence that it's particularly beneficial for probiotic growth. And that's called XOS. It's a particular a type of fiber. Uh, and so it's kind of neat how that works together. And so fiber is important, which is one of the reasons why I'm not the hugest fan of, of juice cleanses, <laughs> to put it mildly. Um, I'll do a quick follow-up to that since that was kind of a negative question. And we're all about positivity here. What about the one, if you could have people, and maybe besides probiotics and prebiotics, because I think we've covered that pretty well about how great that is for you. But if there was one, like, health maybe, I don't know if you want to call it trend, but one nutritional thing that you'd like to see become really popular and mainstream, what would that be? I would like to see true balance becoming more popular because what I see a lot is extremes. I see extreme carb avoidance. I see extreme, I, I see extreme avoidance of different things and people are in different camps kind of thing. And what I would like to see is people being more moderate and, and enjoying a range of different foods, different types of foods, whole grain, vegetables, eating mostly plant-based, but enjoying a range of different foods and being able to eat together. Because what I see a lot happening is that people are all eating in such different camps that we can't sit down to one meal and just like enjoy that together. And I think something really goes missing when that happens. So I would like to see people realize that you can have most foods in your life and, you know, focusing on vegetables, fruits, whole grains, healthy oils, nuts, seeds, beans, but sprinkling in a little of this, a little of that there. And you can really live a beautiful life where nothing's really off limits. So if we were to take a look into your fridge and or pantry, uh, what would we usually find there? What are your staples? Oh, gosh. I, I pretty much have a very stocked frig fridge and pantry, and I get made fun of a little bit for this. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so, gosh, where do I begin? So I guess, you know, my weekly shopping list is always going to include lots of fruits and vegetables. Um, so depending on the season, you know, I, when my farmer's market's in season, which is now I'm there every Friday and I just pick up a huge, I mean, lettuces and carrot, whatever's in season. I just like kind of go overboard most of the time in the fruit and vegetable department. Cause I get so enticed by all that stuff, but I'm always, I always have a good stock of yogurt, different types of yogurt. I mostly prefer plain, uh, but I'll go Greek style. I'll go, um, I'll go with the kefir style yogurt. I'll go with sometimes more of a French style, which is fun. And definitely, what else? Oh, gosh. I always have um, in my cupboard. I love actually like 
canned beans. I always have pretty much every type of canned bean. And I have lots of different grains. I have farro. I've been playing a lot lately in my kitchen with farro and frica and black rice and like different types of interesting grains, which really kind of spark me as well. Um, and then in terms of proteins, you know, I do eat a lot of seafood. So I'm I always have like shrimp in my freezer and I pretty much will go buy like seafood, poultry, sometimes red meat um, on the more on a daily basis. Like if I want that, I don't really keep it at home per se. So that's kind of a, a start. I also really like can I like canned um, the tuna in the jar. Uh, in the olive oil in the jar. I rely on that a lot in the summer. Um, so I love that. Do you, have you ever had that before? No, no, it sounds good. It sounds oh, really it's good. delicious. It's a little bit expensive. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's like seven, $8 for a jar of it, which is like two servings, but it's so delicious. And it's really lovely with like just over arugula with beans and lemon juice. <laughs> it's mm. really terrific. Yeah, that sounds really, really good. Um, <laughs> so... You were part of Michelle Obama's Let's Move campaign, and you got to head up a nutrition education initiative at the Healthy Kids Fair on the White House lawn. A um, highlight of my life, I might just add. Say, I'm like, how surreal was that, and can anything top that memory? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was amazing. Well, it was so. I'll tell you what was so surreal about it um, for me, besides that I got to go into the White House kitchen and prep all these vegetables there. And it was just amazing to be in that kitchen steeped in history like that. Um, and then bring everything out to the lawn and do this program for the kids. And, and just to be that focused, to have the administration that focused on, uh, on wellness in that way was so wonderful to be part of. Um, but my daughter at the time was maybe eight years old and it was a kid's fair. And so she got to come and they had this huge bouncy house. And I have this picture of her in the bouncy house in midair and in the background is the White House. <laughs> and that is like my favorite picture in the world because how often does that happen? <laughs> That's really cool. Wow. <laughs> so that was fun and, it, and, um, and really great, really wonderful opportunity to be able to turn all these children on to, you know, a colorful array of fruits and vegetables. And I think people often underestimate, you know, their kids' palates. Um, when kids are encouraged to try different things, they really are are open to it. Maybe it needs to be not their parents asking all the time. So it's mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes it takes somebody else to bring it up. So what are your favorite go-to meals when you're crunched for time? I love that idea of the tuna and the olive oil on, on a little bit of frise or something like that. But like, especially here we are, it's in the middle of summer, you know, it's hot. You know, where, what do you grab? What, what are your favorite meals to get this time of year? Oh gosh. So last night, I'll just even, I I love to make like little salad platters, right? And so when it's hot like this, I just do as little bit of turning on of the oven as possible. Um, And I'll do like a beautiful, like I did a Russian salad. This is actually a very gut friendly (laughs) salad. It's um, potatoes and and beets. And you kind of steam those together with carrots and chop that up with um, sauerkraut and pickles. And then I'll put some boiled egg on there. And that's one of those things that can last in the refrigerator for several days. Um, my most recent book is actually called You Have It Made. And so I have all these salads in there that actually last in the fridge. So a lot of times I'll just make a big grain salad or make a big Russian salad like that and keep it in the fridge and just kind of have that. And then maybe slice up some tomato and some fresh mozzarella and fresh basil on top and 
maybe make a, a quick little kale salad and slice avocado on there and just kind of put that all out with some whole grain bread. And it's like everyone just sort of takes what they want. And, um, and I'll, there pretty much will always be some kind of bean salad in there, which is literally just like some white beans maybe and some pesto that I'll toss together with a little celery or something. Um, and everyone can just take, and it's really fun. And last night I made a nice pasta salad with like a whole grain noodle with uh, shrimp, pesto, and some white beans. And I just literally like tossed that together. So it's, it's really, you don't have to sweat it. You know, you can <laughs> make things really easily that are delicious, that everyone will love, and that is good for you. I have so much inspiration for lunch right now. I know, me too. I'm so hungry. <laughs> I love that. That is my job, to make you hungry. Yeah, right. I did it. <laughs> You're like, okay, what creative, like, healthy thing am I going to come up with right now? Yay! If people want to get more of, like, your recipes, your information, where can they find you? Where can oh they get Oh, my all gosh. So, um... I have a website, elliekrieger.com, and I also do every, um, I do a live Facebook on Wednesdays. I'm very active on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that, but every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, I do a Facebook Live, so that's kind of fun. I'm always whipping up a quick recipe on there. I think I'm doing a four-bean salad soon, which harkens back to what uh, we're talking about in terms of, like, it's good summer, good summer fare. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so elliekrieger.com is my website. And we just have one more question for you if you're ready. Sure. Okay, here's our last question. We ask this everybody that comes on to the show. Ellie, what was the last song you listened to before you did this podcast interview? Oh, boy. <laughs> I think it might have been... <laughs> I think it might have been Wagon Wheel um, by Old Pro Medicine Show. Do you know that song? No. Oh, oh, I got to look that up. I'll have to look that up. Rock me, mama. Rock. Uh, <laughs> you know? oh. Yeah, that one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> I love it. That's a great question. It's always fun because everyone always stops and they're like, what was the last thing I listened to? When you skim going back, like when was the last time you were in the car, you know? And they're like, yeah. it was this song. Yeah, it's yeah, usually it's the one that's stuck in your head. Right? Yeah, true. When you leave. Yeah. <laughs> We get a lot of people that will also have like kids music because it's like, you know, they were dropping their kids off at school or something. And like right. the kid always to listen to Moana. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, now that my daughter's 15, it's mostly going to be like some kind of crazy pop rap music that, I, that I'm, I'm listening to that unintentionally listening to. <laughs> get out of your head. <laughs> but Thanks it's for fun. I like on. that, too. Thank you so much for being on the show today. It was really fun having you fun being here. Thank you so much and uh, happy healthy eating. Love this show? Tell us why in a five-star review on iTunes and we'll read it on the air. Also, make sure you are a subscriber. If you want to reach out to say hi or have a question about a recent episode, yay, well, feel free to email us at podcast at fitboundgirls.com. And if this podcast jives perfectly with your brand, consider sponsoring the show. Get more info by emailing advertising at fitbottomgirls.com. Find all kinds of Fit Bottom goodness online and on social media at Fit Bottom Girls, Fit Bottom Mamas, Fit Bottom Eats, and Fit Bottom Zen. And if books and movies are your thing, check out the other podcast I co-host called Book vs. Movie, which you can find anywhere where you search for podcasts. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.